are now listening to In the Spotlight only on DU Live. Greetings everyone, I'm Sanya Bhattacharji and today in the studio we have with us a multi-award winning professional with an experience of 20 years in the media industry. She's the first communication director at WhatsApp India. We have with us Ms. Vidisha Chatterjee. Uh, thank you so much ma'am for joining us here today and we are so glad to have you here. Thank you so much Sanya for having me. Pleasure is mine. Uh, so ma'am we have a few questions uh, we, we have to, sure. ask, to ask you and so we would want you to share your personal insights with us. So my first question would be can you please share your journey as the communication director at WhatsApp India? Yeah I was uh, the first communications director for WhatsApp okay. in India. Um, and my journey was uh, for three years and I cannot tell you how <coughs> happy and uh, you know proud I am of what my team and I uh, and all my colleagues together we were able to achieve in terms of uh, what's happened their storytelling uh, for a brand which was so challenged in terms of its reputation where people were not very sure about the safety and security that the app mm. presented to them and yet used by over 600 million people across mm. the country. Um, it was uh, really something of a sense to reassure uh, mm. the users about the safety and security of the brand, the mm. privacy of the brand and at the same time how WhatsApp is really a force of good, uh, how it is an engine of innovation and entrepreneurship and uh, how it can solution, it can build custom solutions right. where uh, no one else, which uh, perhaps no other app is as versatile as a WhatsApp. Of course. Um, and so, uh, you know, these are all important stories. If we do not tell them, that's a disservice to the brand. That's a disservice to the users. Right. And therefore, I think it just became, you know, our uh, honest endeavor yeah. to tell stories every day. Uh, and yeah that's definitely right ma'am I agree with you um, my next question would be how does one stay updated with the latest trends and uh, uh, practices that happen in communication you should tell me you are from this generation which is a digital native uh, but I'll tell you from uh, my experience um, I think reading there is no yeah, substitute definitely. to reading there is no substitute to uh, you know, uh, staying updated with the news, uh, the, uh, you know, there are so many changes which are happening in the uh, geopolitics of the world. Uh, there are macroeconomic headwinds and how they impact India, mm. how they impact the businesses and the sectors that we are in. I think these are all very, very important. If you want to stay relevant, up to date, it, what, is the, what are the kind of innovations that are happening uh, I think it's very essential to have a wide range of interests mm. and uh, within that to focus on the things that you really uh, should not miss. Definitely. Uh, so yeah, read all kinds, read international media. reading of the newspaper or like the news in general? The news in general. Okay. Um, uh, international as well as domestic. Mm. Um, uh, follow uh, some of the important podcasts. Right. Um, and because... Uh, you know, media is so ramified now. Yeah. Uh, you have to also keep a finger on, uh, you know, uh, 
the pulse of where it is headed, what mm -hmm. is really, right. uh, you know, working well. Uh, most of the global events, so for example, right now COP28 is going to yes. happen. Yeah. So I think there should be a genuine interest in following what is really happening with the worlds that we are all existing in. In order yeah. to grow in that particular area. Grow and also to know, even if you're doing marketing for a particular brand, mm. uh, yeah, not knowing about climate change or climate control is yeah. not going to serve you. Uh, in the long run. The job's so. not going to be done uh, like in... See, if we might as well be aware uh, yeah. citizens and stay relevant to the times Definitely. that we live in. Yeah. And so for that, the I think... Reading of news is important. Absolutely. And I, fe I feel in our generation, reading has gone really drastically. I'm not too sure and I do not have any statistics to back that. But I think uh, because uh, of this, you know, the smartphone which is in our pockets, yeah. uh, one is forever engaged with it, yes. may or may not be reading, but I'm not sure that one can really escape also what is yeah. happening around the world because it's True. all here. Yeah. Social media gets the, uh, gets us the news. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, my next question is, in the face of reputation crisis, mm. um, pro Proactive communication is crucial and WhatsApp particularly has had its fair share of uh, reputation crisis in the past. So how, how you particularly did uh, employ the particular strategies to? Um, <coughs> very interesting question, Sanya. I'll tell you something. When there is a wave of crisis that is riding, there is no way that you can interject with a positive story. Okay. You have to wait for the wave of that crisis to ride out. Okay. You can remedy it by offering your point of view, by clarifying the truth, by clarifying the nuances that may have been unseen uh, by, uh, you know, or may have been missed by the people who are actually creating that story. But in the battle, in the heat of the moment, getting in there with a positive story or trying to build a brand, that is not possible. Okay. At least from my experience, this is what I have learned. Right. What you can definitely do is have an overarching, purposeful, um, you know, communication strategy. Okay. Link it very closely with your business strategy because end of the day, uh, the, uh, you know, the purpose of communication is also to support the business. Right. Definitely. And to help it grow because hmm. if there is no business, no. what else is communication yeah. going to do re really? Um, so, uh, have those have be very very uh, deeply aligned with the business strategies so that you can tell those stories and end of the day it's the end consumer how are you bringing value whatever is your target market whether it is the SMEs whether it is the users whether it is the policy elites mm -hmm. <coughs> whoever is your target market for whichever piece of communication you need to be totally you know cognizant of the fact they are receiving value through your service Okay. If you are focused on communicating that, it may just be a matter of time when you will be able to build goodwill, equity, trust on your brand. But you have to be at it in a structured, um, strategic and a very, very disciplined way. Right. You have to do it rigorously. Definitely. Um, also, uh, were there any campaigns or strategies that you were a part of and you are def like incredibly <coughs> proud of uh, being uh, like that being under uh, your tenure, any other, any other organization, be it any uh, organization organization that you were a part of. I can tell you that uh, <coughs> uh, Colgate's Keep India Smiling was a huge equity campaign that Definitely. we ran over 
a sustained period of time for over yeah. three to four years, uh, which I'm immensely proud of, of what my team and I were able to achieve mm. along with my colleagues. Likewise, transforming the reputation of a brand like WhatsApp, which had so much of a trust deficit legacy, yes, uh, that was something which was such a huge challenge, but uh, I think hats off to all my colleagues uh, and to the team. We were able to do it one story at a time. Definitely. So yeah, very, very happy, proud. There have been many campaigns, but mm. I think these two really stand out. Yeah, in fact, Colgate Keep Smiling campaign is like in with our with us. And uh, I actually started using Colgate like uh, earlier. I, I also was using, but after that, I was really inclined because of the co campaign. Oh, I'm so glad <laughs> to hear that. So that was my personal experience with the Wonderful. campaign. Uh, my next question would be. Um, Apart from excelling in the media industry, you have also been committed towards uh, mentoring non-profits and uh, empowering underprivileged children and also, for that matter, the people, the children who are um, differently abled. So could you shed some light on that? So I work with two NGOs as their advisor. Uh, one is dedicated to um, capacity building and sensitization for people with uh, disabilities. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like uh, uh, disability is not a problem that we should be blindsided right. to. Uh, you know, differently able people are everywhere, yeah. but we willfully choose not to see them. And I think that's not going to do the society uh, good in the long term. Uh, we should acknowledge that they have special challenges. And uh, the rest of the society as a whole should be more than cognizant to ensure that they are part of the mainstream. Definitely. Because uh, I'll just tell you a business case for that. Uh, you know, globally, uh, the disabled community uh, contributes, I don't know how many trillion US dollars to the world economy. Just oh imagine God. when we are not taking them along with us. Yeah. Uh, it is a disservice not just to them but also to the rest of, of the uh, society. So I think and these are home truths you know we cannot yeah. shut our eyes to that no. and uh, feign that they don't exist. They may not exist in our immediate family or yeah. you know with people who we are uh, affected by. But I definitely think if there is any way and if you call yourself able-bodied, able-minded yeah. uh, then if there is any way in which we can ease it you mm. know uh, provide them with opportunities. Mm. Uh, do our bit for them. Do right. do whatever we can, yeah. you know. And uh, it's not to elevate to any greatness. I just feel that we are unnecessarily not looking at something which is all around us. Exactly. We should take notice of that. And we should work, uh, you know, hand in hand with them. Yeah, we should work definitely. shoulder to shoulder with them. The other NGO I work with uh, is dedicated to uh, educating children through storytelling. Uh, and uh, these are underprivileged children, mostly street children. Mm. Uh, and during COVID, uh, street children particularly had a really bad uh, yeah. experience. People yes. who live on the streets had a very horrifying experience the world over, but particularly in India. And so, whatever I can do to help them, help them educate. Definitely. I do that. Yeah, ma'am. What I feel is that, uh, like, apart from sympathy, empathy is also required in sense of yeah see the fact that we are born in places where we have received the opportunities mm. 
I feel that is a huge, uh, how should I say, tyranny of meritocracy as uh, uh, yeah. you know the philosopher uh, Sandler, I think yeah. uh, he says. Um, so, just because they do not have that mm. uh, privilege, uh, there is no reason why they should be denied opportunities towards uh, learning and grooming themselves Definitely. and, uh, you know, making uh, something worthwhile. Mm -hmm. uh, we should not let them just depend on the cards that they were dealt Definitely. with. Definitely. So. Definitely. Last but not the least, ma'am, as we all know, you're a self-made entrepreneur and you've been in the industry for the past 20 years. So what will be the few words of advice you would like to give to the budding in entrepreneurs and the people who wish to be in the media industry like me? So, so uh, Sanya, I'm not an entrepreneur, but I have an entrepreneurial <coughs> mindset. Yes. I did run a business which, uh, which was in the, uh, you know, business of advertising sales. Mm -hmm. Andurdarshan, which was extremely successful, yes. uh, that was many years back. But I think I carried that mindset to anything and everything that I have approached. Um, what I would like to tell entrepreneurs, and I do often interact with entrepreneurs. Uh, recently, I was in Coimbatore, uh, and uh, I met with over 300 entrepreneurs there. Um, uh, you know, but I would like to, uh, you know, talk more and more about how uh, organizations, big or small. Uh, should be cognizant about building brand rep reputations proactively mm. uh, because you know surprisingly even for listed companies uh, while they um, provision for all kinds of risks mm -hmm. you know uh, even government and policy risk and whatever have you a lot of people do not uh, really provision for the reputation risk and at this age in this age of information I'm not sure you can take the chance. Definitely. So I think they need to be very cognizant and proactively work towards. It's good if your brand is not under fire, <laughs> if you're not battling crisis. Proactively, you should go and you should be thinking positively about building a positive brand image for your organization. It will definitely stand you in good stead. Definitely. Thank you so much, ma'am. My, My pleasure. I honestly love this uh, podcast. Because so I did I. <laughs> Loved interacting with you and everybody in the team who helped. Thank you. Thank you so much, ma'am. And we are really happy to have you here. And thank you so much. Thanks.